0: Welcome back to another edition of Mormon Expression. I'm your host, John Larson. And today I'm coming at you with a uh, hopefully short but important podcast. And I invite you to stick around and listen and hear me out. Uh, These things that I want to talk about today are are really important to me. And I'm hoping that um, I can bring you along. One of the um, criticisms that the podcast gets from time to time is that we will never be able to convince members of the church of what we're saying because of the way we say it, um, because we take lightly some of the things that people hold very sacred, because we talk about things they don't want us to talk about, or because, frankly, we curse like sailors sometimes, at least I do. I think those people have missed the point, at least um, the point that I've always been driving to. This podcast and my participation in it has never, ever been about deconverting people from the church. I really don't have any interest in doing that. That is one of the reasons the message is presented the way it is. I'm not talking to Mormons. I'm talking to people who, for whatever reason in their life, have arrived at the conclusion that the church is not what it's supposed to be or what the church would sell itself as for this person. And these people are oftentimes damaged and lost. Not damaged internally, but they've been made to feel That they have no place in the world. And that's what this podcast is about. This podcast is about helping you and our neighbors and our friends understand that they're not sick. That they're not broken. That they're part of a system that was broken. That the problem is not with the individual, as the church would say, but the problem is with the system. The problem is with the church. To me, the podcast is an act of catharsis for those who are listening to realize that some of these things are downright ridiculous, and they can be deconstructed, and they can be pulled apart, and we can understand how these systems work on our minds and on our families and help us to better grasp our position in the world. In that sense, the podcast has always been about trying to transition from an unhealthy fundamentalist worldview to a healthier, more productive life. Um, A couple years ago, in I think about 2010, um, the decision was made to incorporate around um, the podcast. So we have the Mormon Expression podcast, and we incorporated and formed a 501c3 nonprofit called Whitefields Educational Foundation. And today, Whitefields is the parent company of Mormon Expression and a few other podcasts and other endeavors out there. And the goal of Whitefields is simple. It is to help people transform themselves into a healthy place after leaving fundamentalist religions such as Mormonism. And we want to accomplish this several ways. One of them, in terms of the podcast, is to help get the information out there that helps people deconstruct this religion and these um, shackles that, that they were held in to believe themselves to be broken and flawed people, to believe themselves to be dependent upon this um, religious nonsense that was being sold to them in exchange for great sums of money, great sums of time, in exchange for their own sense of self-worth, their own sense of being, and to keep them prisoners to these, these systems. Um, I, I believe we have done very well in that. But the time has come to take what we have, to take what we've built, and move to the next step. This is something that I've been working on for quite some time and has been um, in the back of my mind. We've reached a point where we want to grow the Whitefields Educational Foundation to be able to better meet these needs and to be able to better combat the sort of fundamentalist mindset and powers that be out there and to help those who have found themselves disenfranchised from these systems and are looking for a better place in the world. Our goal immediately for 2014 is to move the office of Whitefields Educational Foundation out of my basement and into a location. We have a great location that we found in Salt Lake City at reasonable cost, and this will allow us to do several great things that I'm going to outline here. And the purpose of this podcast here is to let you understand what it is we're trying to accomplish, and then to invite you to come help us and be a part of this great thing. The podcast has always been limited by the fact that the equipment and the, engineer, the sound engineering and the produ- production and the editing has to be done um, in these small confines of people's homes. It has been a wonderful gift in my life to be able to meet and interact with all the people who come through my front door, basically, and sat through the podcast. And we set folding chairs and kind of cram ourselves into a room. But it's very limiting. Um, for example when i record the podcast i always have to do my own sound engineering because it's really hard for me to train or hire a sound engineer who's going to sit in my basement and and get everything set up so with our new location one of the first things we want to do is set up a permanent podcast recording studio This will allow for larger studio audiences of instead of having four or five people, of having 20 or 30 people who can come to the podcast. This will allow us to take our other sister podcasts like Feminist Mormon Housewives or the Voices podcast and be able to extend those and have people come in and and do them. And to reach other new voices, one of the difficulties of starting a podcast is you need to get recording equipment, you need to get a website, and you need to get Cables and wires and and all sorts of stuff. And the startup cost can be, to do it well, close to a $1,000. That's a great risk to take because you have to invest the money as well as invest the time. And you have to sit behind the microphone. And you may or may not be able to do all of those things. So one of the goals moving forward is for Whitefields to take that production cost and that production knowledge away from those who would be creative behind the seat and be able to bring new voices new outlooks and new point of view that can reach reach another audience that needs to be reached so that's our first goal is to be able to move that studio out there's other personal reasons it, it it is sort of emotionally investing for me to have people come into my home and to carve the time out of my children's lives and have space inside the house and i'm likely going to be moving again in a few months and the 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 Difficulty of taking a studio with me um, is a cost that I probably won't be able to incur. So the first goal of this move is to get the studio out there where it can serve the most good and become a real live studio. Our second initiative that we're looking at in Whitefields Educational is therapy, real therapy. One of the problems of people coming out of the church is this is a very traumatic life event. On par with divorce or a death in the family, or these 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 things that normally we would go talk to a therapist. Oftentimes, people coming out of the church don't quite understand the mental health system, or how to even find a therapist or a therapist who's going to understand the issues of transitions out of religion. For the past few months, I've been consulting with different therapists and sort of developing a little group here. What Whitefield's plans to do with the space is to hire. Certified therapists who are expert in people transitioning out of religion and hold these group therapy sessions that will be sponsored by the the um, nonprofit, so that somebody who is coming out of the church can go and get the professional counseling and direction that they need without just stumbling into these ad hoc groups that are run by well-intentioned people, but those who may not be conversant or understanding the mental health issues that we all encounter when we transition out of religion. In particular, we're looking at focusing on three groups in the beginning, on troubled teens, um, especially those who are, in, like for example, from an LGBT background. We want to focus just on the general individuals coming out of the church, and we want to focus on these mixed faith couples where one stays in the church and the other leaves the church and give them um, a, a sort of a group therapy session. Or group therapy access where they can talk through these issues, understand what tools are available to them and help make that transition in the most healthy way. That's our second initiative and one in which we, we, we need the space to be able to accomplish that. Our third initiative is better community collaboration. There are a lot of great resources here in Salt Lake City and around the country that focus on different aspects. I've mentioned the LGBT community, but there are others that, that, um, we can Combine powers together to get people the community resources they need to build better lives and make that connection. When we're running our nonprofit out of our basements, this becomes very difficult to do. It becomes very difficult to garner the resources and to even have the space to talk together. So we look forward to the ability to create that community collaboration and look at those other people who have the same interest in creating healthy lives around us to combine together. Our fourth initiative, um, we are an educational foundation, uh, and over the years I've amassed a large collection of Mormon material, material that sits in my basement and a lot of people don't have access to. In the spirit of the podcast, we would like to encourage thoughtful research into the real history, the social history, the culture, the religion, the doctrine of the church, and not the propaganda whitewashed religion and and um, history that is intended to control or direct people's behavior. But what really happened, um, as you know from, from listening to me on the podcast, I'm passionate and interested in Mormonism as it really is, as it really happened. And how do we promote that among scholars, among people who would, would do research and have access to the materials that the Church would like to see go away? So, with space, um, my intention is to donate my entire collection to the, um, to the nonprofit and then help work with others who are interested in, um, um, collecting, uh, the book collection and moving it forward and making it accessible to the community. So, that's the fourth, um, goal for, for this, um, initiative. Our fifth goal is to incubate all sorts of exciting media projects. You all know that we are up against one of the most well-funded organizations in terms of the church out there when they want to get behind things like Prop 8, or when they want to try to put out their own podcasts, or when they want to try to put out books. They have a media conglomerate that is powerful and well-funded. For those of us who want to get our voices out there and add our voices to the mix and reach others, we have to be very creative in the way we approach media. Podcasting has been a great avenue to cut through the noise. But I am sure, I'm certain there are other opportunities in terms of film, in terms of writing, in terms of music, whatever you can think of, that we can help sponsor and kickstart. What I would like to do is help to create a, um, a funding source so we can take away um, some of the elements that make that difficult. For example, being um, if you're, let's say, um, an amateur filmmaker who wants to put some things on YouTube, but you may not know that much about web hosting, you may not know that much about um, sound production, all these other things, I want to bring together the folks who have the individual skill sets. so we can collaborate, collaborate and make exciting things. The sixth initiative is to help coordinate volunteer efforts. We get emails every week of people who are excited and passionate and wanting to return what they got from the community to the community. They express appreciation for things like the podcast, and they want to lend their time and what they can do to help build it. Because of the small size of our operation, we can't grow very fast because of management issues. Um, and what we want to do is finally bust through that ceiling and be able to help work with you and everybody else to coordinate our volunteer efforts and grow into something that can really make a strong difference. And part of that means getting the structure in place that is required by having a really grown-up company that can that can deal with those things. The last thing I want to put out there, um, my goal number seven for this, is to create a think tank, to create an opportunity to bring together some of the best minds and creative people. It has been my pleasure in leaving the church and meeting so many fascinating, um, creative, intelligent people who have wonderful ideas and wonderful souls and who can lend themselves to other people. I want to, to develop a space where we can bring those folks together and figure out the best way to conquer this problem that we've all established. What I'm introducing right now is what I'm calling the 1% Campaign. When we were all in the church, if we were in the Mormon church, we pledged and we gave 10% of our income to the church. That's huge sums of money. There have been a lot of people who've left the church. And unfortunately, to this point, we have not been able to garner the sort of economic uh, basis that we need to make real change, to, to move things. We've had, we've had spotlights here and there, but media is very expensive. To put a billboard up in town can cost ten twenty thousand dollars and without uh, on the capital to make these sort of moves it's hard for us to cut through the noise So what I am inviting for people who really believe in the sort of things that I have I have outlined this idea of bringing together creative people putting out creative new content and being able to compound on the talents and the abilities we have to cut through the noise and be able to reach our friends, our brothers and sisters who are in the same position of moving beyond fundamentalism. I would invite you to donate the 1% to my campaign. And when I say my campaign, I'm talking about Whitefields and to this the nonprofit. Every donation is of course tax deductible. Um, and I will direct you either to whitefields, org or to Mormon expression, um, to find the widget to, to donate. Um, What we are looking for is a bank account that can hold enough capital that we can fund our storefront operation, we can fund our location through all of 2014. And it's actually not that far far of a goal. What we need is $10,000. So I'm kicking off the campaign and I'm going to put my, um, I'm not going to do any, I'm not going to ask you to do anything that I'm not willing to do myself. So I'm going to kick it off and put my own money in there and we're looking for $10,000 to help um, get this thing kick started. And there's so many other great ideas and interesting people that I've talked to uh, that I can't go into the details here, but we really do have some fabulous things in the work. The last I checked, we had around 50,000 downloads per month. If I could get $1 for every download of the podcast, we would have five times the amount of money that I need to make this campaign work. If every regular listener, everybody who listens to the podcast and the podcast is meaningful in their life, gave $20, which is about like going out to dinner, we would have more than enough money to operate for several years. And if I could even get a small percentage of listeners to follow the 1% um, and give just a tithe of the tithe that they gave to the church, money that the church is still ostensibly using, we would hit that goal in no time flat. I want you to be excited with me for this. This is something that I am passionate about and something I believe in. at This stage in my life, this is something I'm willing to throw my time and my energies behind. I want you to come with me. We can make a difference together and we can make a change in this world. The church is big. The church is well-funded. It's powerful. But there is opportunity and in this age of new media, we can cut through the noise. The world is wide open and I'm excited about the possibilities of what we can do next. But it starts today and it starts here and now. I want you to come with me and help me build this new storefront. I want you to come meet me there and see me there. And I want you to help take us to the next level. Um, Once again, whatever you can give. If you can give a dollar, that's a dollar. If you can give $10, that's $10. And you can help us get to that, that goal. To support us, go to the website, mormonexpression.com, look on the right side of the screen, and find the PayPal widget, and then you give the money um, that way. If you um, want to give a bigger sum of money, or you have questions, please feel free to contact me at john at mormonexpression.com, and I'd be happy to answer any questions that you have. Thanks for letting me a few minutes, and um, I look forward to seeing you in our new studio in 2014.